Welcome to the 27th edition of Make Pro Wrestling Majestic again. I am Tiger Hay. And I am Peanut Gallery. And because in lieu of a pay-per-view event, uh, Bibble Study and whatever, and also because this week was just horribly busy, we wanted to do like an open forum discussion and also we posed a question I put on social media is, do you believe that AEW is viable competition to WWE? What does that mean, and how do you determine that? So, And the reason that we're talking about this right now is in light of last, this past Friday, when, uh, when SmackDown and, uh, and um, Rampage. Rampage legitimately went head-to-head. Right. This is the first time in a long time that a major wrestling promotion has had a show at the same time as WWE's main product. Well, one of them. The, this is the highest rated product, which Ryan or Peanut Gallery will talk about. Yes, and but I'm talking. I'm talking about a main show, Raw right. or SmackDown. Right. We're not. We're not counting the Wednesday Night Wars. Although right. the Wednesday Night Wars. Were, it's it's a discussion. Although the Wednesday Night Wars were a catalyst into this conversation. But this is the first time, I believe, since 2000 and... Let's see, when did TNA go... When did when did TNA go head-to-head with Raw? 2008, 2009, it was something like that. It was, like, really early. No, 2012. Yeah. It was, like, 2012, yeah. 2013. Yeah. Um, and, obviously, WWE's product was a little bit different at that point in right. time. But that, that was also TNA. That was not right. AEW. Right. So this, is, this, so, this is why this conversation is happening. And uh, there have also been a lot of conversations between uh, WWE and AEW wrestlers talking about their various products, and and I want to touch on a couple of those aspects as well. Um, you so, know, this, here we go. Boom. Dino, well, Dynamite Rampage. Sorry. Right. Well, especially with, with Roman Reigns' comments about how he perceives the AEW product and how... You know what? What his idea of the uh, industry audiences versus what AEW's uh, view of the industry is. So, right. um, I don't know if you saw those comments, but I did want to I talk did. about that. I, I, I did see the comments. I didn't pull them up because I didn't know that you were going to talk about those. Um, it was really more so of it's just two different audiences. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm here to say I feel like there is there is like credence to that. But at the same time, at the end of the day, you are still professional wrestlers. You wrestle in a ring, and we don't know the numbers of Rampage or SmackDown yet. So, but this is the first time. But do you think that do you think that Roman Reigns is right, or do you think that he's wrong? I mean, I'm under the opinion that he is right on some aspects, but wrong on I, other I agree. aspects. I, I agree with you, 100%. You know, and... and if, if they were doing yeah. UFC, if they were in MMA, he doesn't have a leg to stand on because they're two totally different things, but at the end of the day, WWE is still professional wrestling. But let's talk about let's talk about those audiences. Um, okay. You know, because we have been to a WWE events, and next weekend we are going to an Impact and, event. And we've, and we've been to an AEW event. And we've been to an AEW event, but let's talk about our personal experiences with those audiences. They're so vastly different. They are. And I think that with WWE, you don't get that rabid... You do get, you do get the fans there, but they're not as prevalent, I think... 
in in a WWE arena as they now, are. Now, in, in they're the, very tame by comparison. Right. Okay, okay. In in the defense, we were at SummerSlam, and that was like a four and a half, five hour long show. People were exhausted. Yeah, and I think in like in AEW, it's more because I mean they were in Allegiant. This was Allegiant Stadium, so it's more spread out, so you don't feel. That ring energy, you don't feel it in right. that sort of environment. But with AEW, they were in a smaller arena This um, with Rampage and for Dynamite. Yeah. But they were loud and really vocal, and it almost made me want to be there. But see, that's the point that I'm trying to get across is that are these audiences physically different audiences? Like these these two promotions is Roman does Roman Reigns have a leg to stand on with regards to there being two different audiences for SmackDown and Dynamite I mean I, it's, not, it's this is not a yes or no question this is a very complex answer that I think he does have some merit and some he doesn't so we're what what kind of overlap I I guess what kind of overlap do you see when you say overlap, what do you mean by overlap? Well, overlap in the audiences. What what is the overlap there? What what demographic? What you at, know? What at, what at is the, the audience that both of them are trying to go for? So the audience for AEW, the the only overlap between these two at the end of the day is because they are in the same industry. I think demos are different. But WWE is still going after that 18 to 49 demo. That's but what they, I that's what I wanted to get at. I wanted to get at that 18 to 49 demo because of course Chris Jericho talked about that quite a bit too. Well, well because that's the premier demo. WWE still wants that demo, but they also realize they're they're going towards the higher market of it, where AEW is going more towards the lower market. Now what do you mean that. by that? So AEW is more akin to the 18 to maybe 25, 26. So the younger audience, the more okay. rabid, passionate fans, where WWE are going more for, it just based on the product alone, in my opinion, they're going after the 30s to 40s with families. Right. They're still wrestling fans, and that 18 to 49 demo is still there, but WWE's product is more akin to that demo's kids, right? not that demo. Okay, see, that's what I wanted to get at. So that is, I think, the leg that they're standing on. I think that Friday Night SmackDown, and I think this is part of the reason why they get higher ratings on Fridays than, than, than uh, Rampage does. Um, kids, are, kids are going out on Fridays. Right. We're not because not, of the not, not kids, <laughs> not, not kids' kids. We're talking the... Yeah, like we're, we're, we're talking the 18 to 30 demo. We're talking right. those people in their 20s. They're going out on Fridays. I mean, I, we, we go out every Friday. Right. We, yeah, but, you know, SmackDown, if they're, ca if they're catering towards families, then... They are catering, yeah. Then, then they're not going out on Friday nights. Mm -hmm. Or they're doing something as a family yep. on Friday nights. Yep. That's exactly what they're going for, too. That's what WWE has been targeting for the last, hate to tell you, other than maybe that little, like, four to five years with the Attitude Era. That's always what they've been targeting is those families. Because right. guess what? The families spend the money on the merchandise. The families spend the money on the shows where instead of one or two and, tickets, right. they get four to five tickets. And I think that's what I think that's what WWE is banking on as well is the fact that 
they're very much into the kind of merchandise that kids would like. Right. I mean, how how many of those? But, pe- but people. How, how many of those stupid dolls did you see at SummerSlam? Yeah, those stupid Alexa, those stupid um, uh, Lily dolls. Yeah, yes. it was crazy. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, there was a crazy number of those stupid dolls. It was super weird. I was like, oh, I didn't think this was going to sell where, as well. Where, as whereas, of course, AEW focuses more on maybe something like a T-shirt. Right. Because um, that's their T-shirt, cool things. Right. Um, stuff, like I said, that the 18 to 34, 35 demo, like, right. th- this is why the 18 to 49 demo is, like, so vast, because... Right, they really need to such, split that up. Yep, such a different viewing pattern. Mm-hmm. Dynamite gets better ratings, not because Dynamite is necessarily better. I actually th- I actually thought that Rampage actually, was better. Actually, Rampage's ratings, I'm going to talk about this, too, they're, they're higher than Dynamite now. Well, yeah, because, you know, Dynamite keeps hopping around. Mm-hmm. Well, because they're not trying to compete with um, MLB or um, MLB. Is that who they're trying not to compete against? Why it's been on fucking Saturday? Because there's been playoffs. Yeah, for MLB. Yes. Yes, that's why. They've happened at the same time. That's that's the problem, though. Because they keep jumping dates. People just don't know. They don't keep jumping dates. They did it once, and they're doing it again this coming weekend. Well, I, I watched it. And I can definitely tell that it's exhausting. And it's, you know, back-to-back, too. You need, like, a day in between. <laughs> okay. Anyways, <laughs> we're, we're kind of not talking about that. But let's talk about AEW's expansion um, into this space. Because I think, you know... I, I'm, I'm, I'm very intrigued I, to talk about this. I, I am intrigued to talk about this because are these two brands... Dynamite and Rampage, are they going to adopt different different patterns of wrestling, different strategies? Because we're starting to see now, now that Dynamite has entered into the Friday Night Slot, where it's always been WWE Friday Night SmackDown. You mean Rampage. You I, said Dynamite. Yeah, well, unlike Dynamite, Rampage is... on Fridays. Yeah, Rampage yes. is on Fridays. They are competing with a mainstream product within yes. the same industry that has the highest ratings in the industry. Right. Um, and, you know, we, we were talking about the Wednesday Night Wars between Dynamite and NXT. Yes. But NXT is a small fry compared to SmackDown. Right. <laughs> this, and, I mean, and NXT was one of the best things in wrestling, but at the same time, the numbers don't lie. Right. SmackDown is top tier. I mean, you have the chart right here. Yeah, I have at least a, I mean, a, a sampling of the chart. Right. And this, this is a very vague overview of what this is. So Rampage is all the way over here where it jumped up because it, it just happened. Like, right. Rampage is not that old. No. So we don't really know what's happening there. But this, this ain't, you know, it's up and down here. But once again, there's fucking SmackDown all the way up there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, at the end of the day, I still think Dynamite is so fresh. I think it's hard to really say. Right. But... It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a swing because right. Tony Khan even said that the gloves are off as it relates to that. And did you see the fucking show that they put on for Rampage? It was crazy. My, my point is is that they're putting all these high-profile matches on Rampage now. I and, think that's a better spot for it. And, yeah, I think it is a better spot. I think it's where the big money fights are going to be. But, what but, is, that's fine. but what's that going to mean for a show like Dynamite? Dynamite is going to be where you're going to see a, maybe a lot more of the rivalry-centric stuff for and all I, elite wrestling. Yeah, and, and then I, you're going to see the big money matches that may not have the build. Like your Danielson, Suzuki, like your CM Punks, and 
Matt Seidel's. You're going to see those on Rampage, but right. you're going to see the development of rivalries so, on Dynamite. Yeah. So do you think it might be something like, oh God, what was that? What was that uh, show called? Superstars. When WWE first debuted that Superstars concept, yes. and they just had big money matches on it without any any credence to a rivalry or anything like and that. And then that, that's when it was interesting. Yeah. And I loved it. I thought it was really cool. I actually think it will work if they adopt that philosophy. Uh, this is of of, this, this, of, Dynam- this is- of rampages where the big money matches are going to be. Dynamite is where you're going to get those rivalry builds. Right, you're going to see the rivalry builds. You're going to see the big storyline developments, and even on Saturday's Dynamite, I saw that too, because they only had like the matches for Rampage, maybe a little bit of story, but not too much. Right. Whereas Dynamite was a little more even as far as stories and matches go. Yes. Okay, um, yeah, and I, I don't know if that strategy is, I mean, in my opinion, I think I think that that is probably more likely than something akin to a brand split. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want them to split the brands. Yeah. I don't want them to do that. I mean, that's a, that's a conversation that might have to come up if, if they decide to go that route. It's, I, I, I think it would be an extremely poor idea. I think that Rampage works well as a big the, money match mm-hmm. show, uh, kind of counterbalanced to Dynamite. Right. Now, people like, oh, well, CM Punk. Well, CM Punk wrestled on um, uh, – he rest, he did wrestle, but he's also doing commentary. It's like this is where you're going to see your Danielsons, your Punks, your Kenny Omega matches between those two. That's where you're going to see right. those. Um, but there's not going to be a story to it. It's just going to be like, oh, we just announced this match. That's what Rampage is going – I hope they do this. Right. I really do because that's how you're going to beat SmackDown. Because I think that's also going to help their ratings too. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to help get more people to watch right? or at least to encourage more people to want to watch it wherever they are right. at. You see, it, it's hard for me to really say if AEW is viable competition because of experience. And people are like, oh, well, what about WCW? Keep in mind – that was a precursor to Jim Crockett Promotions, which is right. which was around for 20 years even before that. So there was already an established lineage. AEW's only been around for like two and a half years. They don't have that history. And WWE, and, I mean, SmackDown alone has been around for 30 years. Right. So it's hard to really say because a, I think we're going to see a lot of moving and changing as it relates to Dynamite and Rampage. If they do what they're doing now, then there's going to be that. It'll right. also help SmackDown because last week, SmackDown, I watched it. It was awesome. It was really good. So, okay. So based off of that information, what do you think, um, what do you think WWE's answer is going to be going forward? They have to. They, they have to step up their game. If they really want to survive and beat Rampage, they gotta do something different. And I know, I, I know, I know that Fox and uh, Fox and USA are 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 they're they're working they're, very they're getting they're getting a little nervous. Of course they are. Um, and I, I will talk about actually I'm gonna talk about a different perspective as it relates to Dynamite and Rampage and about the competition thing on my part of the segment. But I think that. They are a viable competition because obviously WWE, we're seeing them step up their game. Right. We're seeing them change. Yeah. And it took this to do it. And they did it for WCW. And I know Rain said this and McMahon said that. But at the end of the day, that's what McMahon did the first time. Right. Until he couldn't ignore it. And he can't ignore this. 
It's right. obviously something that's in his mind. Yeah, it, it has to be. I mean, you or else, or else it's going to be too late, and then we're going to have another eighty-three weeks, and it might be something to put WWE out. Right. To pasture. Right. And especially now because um, Crown Jewel is coming up. They have to step up that game, even for Raw. Because if Raw goes down, that's going to be a bad situation. Yeah. Because then they're going to move Dynamite to Mondays. What's going to happen then? Right. You just never know. Um, You know, and then one last point I wanted to make, too. Because obviously we had the draft. Mm Mm-hmm. But we haven't seen the changes occur yet because it was delayed. Because, Because of Crown Jewel. Okay. How do you think the? How do you think it's gonna change? You know, how do you, how do you think SmackDown? What 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 kind of big money matches do you see SmackDown putting on, as far as just the um, as as far as the rivalries go? Like um, like what do you what do you? Oh, I have I see I see a lot of good stuff actually. So there have been a couple of big changes to from Raw to SmackDown and from NXT. I think. Them adding Hit Row to SmackDown is going to bring a great group of fresh competitors to SmackDown. It's going to inject the tag team division, too, very well. Yes, the tag team and the lower card singles, unless somebody really stands out. Right. Um, I'm not going to hold my breath on it. Maybe B-Fab, but really, that's kind of where that is. Uh, Shayna Baszler is going to SmackDown, and she's becoming a killer again, which is what she needed. So we're going to see that injection into that really strong women's division with something new. Uh, Drew McIntyre going to SmackDown, especially with this top-tier reigns with McIntyre or even Lesnar, since Lesnar can go anywhere against the McIntyre. We can see that rematch again. And and especially in front of people, we can give them that moment. And we have – there's a lot of excitement going on. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura is kind of on the top of his game. Uh, Rick Boogs is very popular with the fans of what I've seen. And Becky Lynch is still doing awesome. Sasha Banks is doing good, but she's just unreliable. And yeah, you can say Bianca Belair leaving is a hit, and it definitely is. But you're also getting Charlotte Flair. Yeah. So I know Becky Lynch is also going to Raw, but you're getting Charlotte. But right. do you think a lot of those decisions were based upon the fact that yes. SmackDown does have that competition? Yes, I and think that I think they need is. to keep they need to keep Fox happy. Yes, I think so. I think um, with I think with Lynch going to Raw is actually not a bad idea. Uh, they're losing Edge and Rollins. I think that one's kind of a bad thing too because that's been the best rivalry on WWE. Oh, so I know. Far. Yeah, that's been. By a yeah, mile. I think everyone's been saying that's been the best rivalry. In like but 10 they're, years. they're 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 finishing it at Crown Jewel. Yeah, like they're going to do their own thing. I really wish at least one of them would have stayed on um, SmackDown. Yeah, but that's being extremely nitpicky because I'm not sure how long Edge has. Right. So we'll really have to wait and see. I'm excited about it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, me too. Uh, you want to? I don't have anything else to say here on my end but um no why don't we go ahead and uh, right, so go to when your we part. come so when we come back i'm gonna start a different dialogue regarding if aw is viable competition to wwe so stay tuned so we are back and when i'm talking about the question that we posed is aw viable competition to wwe i gotta look at the groundwork and they had a strong not only bore with the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, you have experience, you have the hottest tag team, and at that time, you have the, you have the hottest wrestler going right now. But then you also have the financial backing of Tony Khan. 
mm-hmm. who has a track record of being successful in his own right. It's not just daddy's money here. This ain't. This is not Dixie Carter. Right. Here's the thing. Tony Khan is an extremely ambitious person who is not just relying on daddy's money. He has made his own money. He has his own separate net worth. He has his own separate stuff. Uh, money UK just came out with an article about the beloved billionaires list. And Tony Khan was number six. Vince McMahon was number eight. Hmm. So there, this man has a ton of respect for not only the competitors that are working under him, but the fans. You can tell that there's care, there's a lot of thought, and there's a lot of um, there's a lot of strategic making as it relates to everything and going on in this company. It's not hogposhed. They're being very, very careful on what they're doing. Like it might seem like they're just throwing these matches together, but they're not really. They're not just throwing. They're these not matches throwing together. the matches together. They're not throwing. They're not just throwing these matches together. The only reason they did Danielson and Omega is because they were in because that was Grand Slam. Right. They needed that marquee, and I think it was the right call. But have you noticed one? Um, rivalry that I think a lot of people want to see at this point, but they haven't pulled the trigger, and thank God they haven't. And that's CM Punk, Kenny Omega. Yeah. Because they're waiting. Yes. It's because right now CM Punk is good of where he is. And Kenny Omega has to focus on Hangman for full gear. Right. So there's already that. But they're not going to try to over-egg that pudding like WWE did with Reigns, having one match, setting up another rivalry, and then another thing for Crown Jewel. They're not right. doing that. They're making sure that there's focus, and there's synergy, and there's all of that. And I think um, with the help of Cody, Young Bucks, and the people who are within that power, Tony Khan is making the financial decisions that are good for the organization. Right. Because they're not hiring just anyone that came out of WWE in the past year. WWE released, I think, 41 superstars so far in 2021. I think Impact brought in more people from WWE. They did bring in more people. (laughs) Yes, and they had the— Than than AEW did. Right, they had the one-off for Matt Cardona. CM Punk has been out of it for too long, but I do want to talk about that. Because I've seen this comment so many times from, I think, WWE fans that are worried. And they're like, oh my god, they're doing what Impact Wrestling did, or TNA did back in 2007, just by bringing in everybody there. I never liked it when people said that about Impact. Mm -hmm. These wrestlers that are released from WWE, they have to work somewhere. Right. And if they went to Impact, what was wrong with that? There was nothing wrong with that. Right. It's like, well, what about WWE? You see a lot of, you saw a lot of fucking Impact Wrestling stars go there, AJ Styles, Mojo, Eric Young, among others. Is is the, or is that just where they can't work anymore? Right. I just I hate that stigma. I've oh, yeah. always hated it because guess what? TNA back in the day, the only reason that people said that is because they hired literally everybody. Right. They hired Shannon Moores and Mr. Anderson. It's nothing wrong with them, but once again, they have to work somewhere. Right. But it felt like they were just kind of throwing everything, and also they were pushing those stars over their own talent. Right. That was their death nail. So, uh, Tony Khan, I think the big money backer is pretty much the key. Yeah. But also, the partnerships that we have seen. I mean, we would not have had this fucking match without that Forbidden Door getting broken down. Right. And WWE talking with New Japan was a step, but they wanted to make them an exclusive 
and that's where they started to fail. Right. Because, like I said, they realized that if you want the great matches that is going to give this a good product, and also more more plays to work, Minoru Suzuki wasn't doing anything. Right. And now he's in big matches here, here, and then also now he's going to Impact. Are you, are you kidding me? Him going, coming here, having a great match, then him going to Impact. That's huge for Impact. Right. So great. I mean... What are you? What were your thoughts about the forbidden door getting broken down well, when think, they when they announced it? Well, I think there was a lot of there was a big point of conversation this year. I think was really yep. the start of all of these partnerships. Yes, and I think that it is important mainly because it it they're they're not focused on WWE. I I think that. I think that the forbidden door being broken down has caused the WWE to become reactive to situations as opposed to proactive. Yes. What WWF got right in the Attitude Era was that they were very proactive instead of reactive. Yes. Unfortunately, we're seeing the opposite happen. Triple H tried very hard to be proactive. He did. He, when when NXT was going through its honeymoon phase with the indie stars, and I'll be talking about that because I actually um, think there's a positive. Talking, you know, talking with people from Ring of Honor and all these other promotions, bringing them all in and putting on the best product. That really was when it was the best product. And they were they were talking to evolve and yes. progress about doing. Um, dual branding ships, and that was Triple H's idea because Triple H understands. Right. So Tony Khan, coming from the same generation, he understands. But, but also, also, but the, here's the, the, thing. the power right. that comes with. Also, that. also, here's the thing. Tony Khan was talked to by other wrestlers, right? Who understand that that cross promotional stuff benefits everybody. Right. Well, remember, remember where AEW came from. It came from All In. Yes, that it was came, the it, spirit it came, it of came All from In. Supercard, right? Yeah. They, it came from that, and Triple H understood that because guess what? Triple H was a wrestler. Yeah, he understands that more places that these people can work benefits everybody. It benefits the promotions, it benefits the wrestlers, and it benefits the fans. Right. They're not in competition. Nobody's right. trying to put anybody out of business here. Right. At least as it relates to AEW, Impact Wrestling, Triple A, Ring of Honor. They understand that each of them have their own fan base, their own flair. Right, their own and, strengths. Right. And the only reason that this match happened here is because AEW has the biggest platform. So, yeah. So, but would you say that WWE kind of still wants to exist in its own ecosystem and pretend yes. that nothing else exists yes. outside of that ecosystem? I, won, I 100% believe that because now keep in mind, this is not McMahon's fault. But he came from a time when there was strategic competition. Right. And he understood this at that time. He back, created back in, the competition back in the 70s when he decided to bring the WWF into a national audience. Right. But these other companies, he, because he had the big power. New York was the place to work. Right. So he understood that your Hulk Hogan's, your Roddy Piper's are going to be perfect for his promotion. He wasn't trying to take people over and run them out of business. He just saw the opportunity for the television. That was the only thing. But he, he, but he purchased these um, promotions. They didn't have to sell it to him. Mm -hmm. They just did. McMahon was just trying to put on a good product for his fans. That's all it was. It's like, oh, it was a big takeover. He ruined against his um, family. 
Yeah, think of where we would be without that. Of without that, right. everybody was doing that. Right, and um, you know, worked well back in the territory days, but you know, now I think it's a little bit different. So right, it you now, know right. And now here's another thing that I've really noticed, and I think it's actually a really positive thing. And I want to really emphasize this match. For big reason, not because it just happened, but I think it really hit a couple of really big points. Number one, this entire match was commercial free, and they also had it from a sponsor. And that's another thing that I think that AEW does really well is that number one, they do picture in picture for the majority of their shows, so you don't miss any of the action through commercial breaks ever. You never do. But also, they don't hound you over and over again with sponsorships and promotions. We get that from every other sport, and it drives most people fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. And WWE is no different. They're like, oh, this is the progressive smack of the week. It's like, who cares? We get that from NFL. Give us just some wrestling. How about that? AEW is a lot more vague and and, um, ambiguous, I think that's the word, about promotions. Yeah. About, about sponsors. Well, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that, but you know, I I understand your point. I don't know what that has to do with anything because people people watch AEW for the wrestling, not for paid promotions. They don't. People don't see watch that. anything for paid promotions. The, the people who did the paid promotions want to watch it for the paid promotions. <laughs> Uh, anyways, I don't. I don't think that that had... people. People. People are numb to it, and I think AEW's product would not go over well if they did the amount of sponsorships and bullshit that WWE does. Really? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think they would do as well. I don't. I don't. I don't see WWE having a lot of a lot of sponsors. Yeah, they have a lot of sponsors. Well, they don't. They don't have like a ton of sponsors, but they do like a lot of shoving it in your face kind of sponsors. Hmm. Where AEW might have that, but it's still very... It, it's not as in-your-face about it. Okay. Now, they do have them, but it's not, like I said, in-your-face. And then, once again, they did this because a person sponsored this whole match to be commercial-free. And they chose this match strategically because, number one, it was top of the hour. This is the first match on Rampage that entire night other than the buy-in. But also, it was a CM Punk match. Well, let's get to the entire idea of why they did this match first in the first place. This was the 30 minutes when they were actually in competition with SmackDown. Yes. Okay. Other other than the buy-in. No one cares about the buy-in. Well, they, they did the buy-in. They had Danielson and oh, Suzuki I, I, under, I understand, but the point is... The buy-in is, was important. <laughs> no, 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 no. I understand that, but the entire point of this was to answer WWE. They're just going back and forth with each other. You think so? Yes, well, I mean, I mean, this okay. was an answer. Yes, and then the buy-in was obviously an answer too. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. There's so, nothing. There's nothing wrong with a little friendly tit for tat on television. Just it, don't try to run your person out of business. Well, they, they'll, they'll just do it themselves. Well, I'm I'm sure that it's, that at some points in time it's going to get ruthless. You think so? I think so. Okay. If Vince McMahon survives another ten years. That'd be crazy. Then, yeah, I can see that. But right. I think I think WWE is going to get sold before then. You think so? So, oh, the, yeah. so the, I think really the last point that I really want to make about the competition is that, and we did talk about it, that WWE is changing up some stuff. And I think NXT was the biggest change that they have done other than maybe the draft. Because their focus was to something else. They totally did a clean out of their roster and brought in a bunch of people. People might see that as a negative, but actually, I kind of almost see this 
as somewhat of a positive. Now, so do I. I was not 100% on board, but I can see the creative direction which they are going, and that works for yes, them. There, that, there, is a very, there are some things here that are working that I still like about NXT. The presentation looks really good. They're pushing younger stars, and we're seeing great younger stars that I was not even expecting. And it was, I'm like, wow, this is compelling. It's interesting. It's dynamic. If this NXT went up against AEW, there might have been somewhat of a run for the money. No, there wouldn't have been. You don't think so? I don't know. I I think I'm seeing better matches just on general NXT television now than I have in the last maybe three or four years. Okay. I think they're more competitive. I think they're they're showcasing a lot of they're, good stuff. They're not more competitive. They pivoted their their roster. They're not trying to be competitive. They're just trying to do. They're trying well, to do so, their so, thing. Well, okay. Here's now. Yeah, here's another question though. Why are they not trying to be competitive and then changing the whole perception of NXT then? Because they're going back to their roots. They're not. What happened was they were trying to be competitive and they lost. So they admitted defeats, black and gold are dead in the water, and they went back to their roots. And that's just it. And it works for them. They're very successful at the product. There's obviously enough new energy in there mm-hmm. to keep things fresh. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. But I, I see this, I, well, once again, I do see this as a positive, where I, a lot of people were saying that this was a negative. And I understand. I mean, I thought it was a negative at first, too. Nostalgia, and this is where nostalgia kind of kicks in, too. Like, nostalgia just can't, you, you cannot have rose-covered glasses over fucking nostalgia. Right. CM Punk is doing really well right now, but they're being very careful about who he faces and how much he's wrestling. Because CM Punk is in his mid-40s. How much time does he have left? Right. So they're being really, really careful about who he's wrestling. Same thing with Danielson. Who does he wrestle? How much is he wrestling? I didn't like him doing the back-to-back with Rampage and Dynamite. Right. It was kind of scary. Same thing with Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish is awesome right now. But I like, I like the new NXT. I kind of wish WWE, if they really want to survive this, don't try to compete. Right. Just try to be themselves. AEW is not trying to compete. You just decided to have Com- add- com- compete with the television ratings. Don't compete with the competing product. Right. Put, don't, if you, don't try to be something else. Right. If you put on a good SmackDown, like last week, if you put on a good SmackDown with good stories, a good flow, and good everything, trust me, you're going to be number one on cable television every single week. And that's what they want. Right. If you try to compete with somebody, you're trying to counterbalance them. They, you're, you're giving them the advantage. And I NXT's, think, NXT's not doing that anymore. Right. They're doing something different, and now it's working. Right. And I think that that's the issue that WWE is running themselves into is that they're, I think, I think they're trying to be a little too competitive. Competitive. When in reality, if you just keep doing what you're doing, you're going to get good results no matter what. Right. And don't, WWE, don't that, try to compete for that small segment of the audience that watches both uh, WWE and AEW. I know that there are many fans who do watch both. Do, do what you do best. WWE does a lot of great things really well. Right. You can strike iron, and guess what? People will talk about it. People will talk about Shayna Baszler killing somebody on television. Why? Because she's a badass. Focus on it. Or Lesnar and Reigns. I like it. It's good. 
just focus on it. Don't try to don't try to counteract that television right. up against AEW. Just try to be the best of right. of of the night. And they're, they're they're just giving them. You can't do. You cannot compete, but also try to do your own thing. Right. You just can't do that. Right. Because right now WWE is give. Last week WWE gave AEW the advantage. Yep. Because they decided to add that extra thirty minutes. There was some counterbalancing there. Right. And then they had and, the, and, and then they and, had to answer back. And then they had to answer, you know, then there was And you can an only answer. you can only answer back for a certain amount of times where AEW was like, All right, this is a great show. We're just gonna do this and guess what? It was a great fucking show all the way through. Right. Cause they did they tried to they did there was a little competition, but they had the advantage from the word go. Let's see how far we can push this. Right. And I wonder if I wonder if they're gonna be doing things like this going forward too. Mm-hmm. I don't really know. We'll have, to, um, we'll have to see in the next couple of months. It's yeah. going to take a couple of months. Maybe we'll revisit this topic and see where it is now since I'm watching the shows every single week. Right. And, and you're, you're seeing the news. Yeah. So you know what's happening. Oh, I know what's happening. And you don't even have to watch the shows to know if it was a good or a bad match. Right. And also I can tell you. It's like, hey, how was this match? It was really good. Or this shit sucked. Right. It's one of the two. Right. So, I mean, that's all I have, but let's yeah. let's try and wrap it up here. Let's so try and I, put a little so, bow so on this. Yeah, so let me pose the question to you, the fans, one more time. Comment down below. Um, share it on social media. Follow us on social media, by the way. Link down below. But I want to hear from you. Do you believe that AEW, as it sits right now, is viable competition to WWE? Do you think WWE is worried about AEW? Totally hit my mic. And what do you see going forward? Because now we're going to be starting to get into full gear and also road to WrestleMania season. It's coming up. They're, they're thinking about that right now. Mm -hmm. So we'll really have to look at what they're doing. They got to knock it out of the park this WrestleMania season, man. Mm -hmm. They do. So, yes, follow us on all of our social media. If you enjoyed this discussion, remember to like, subscribe, follow, and let us know. Maybe we'll do more of this. And as always, be majestic.